the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, everybody, to the Comedy Zone Podcast uh, for the week of December 12th. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Happy Halloween. How you doing, Brian? You know what? I'm uh, I'm hanging in there. I cannot believe it's mid it's mid December for yeah. all intents and purposes. It is now mid. We're ten twelve days away from Christmas. What happened? When? Where did the time go? I think we've it, been scammed. It is. It has been equal parts the longest and the <laughs> fastest year that, uh, that I can remember. It is. Uh, it couldn't be more accurate, man. I don't know what is going on. It feels like it was just spring. And I heard the world was ending and the world is still ending four years later. How is that possible? That both no time and four years have gone by. Everything feels like it was, it was yesterday and 10 years ago. (laughs) Like I don't even look the same. My face is different. I don't know. Actually, that's fair. (laughs) I feel like I'm, I'm uh, a Drew Barrymore's character from 50 first dates. I keep waking (laughs) up. It's like, I've gotten older. What, how long has it been since I went to sleep? Why am I so stressed out (laughs) right now? This has been the year of stress. That's what it is. It, It has in so many, so many different ways. And I, I'm enjoying all the people who think that like when the calendar switches to 2021, it's all going to get better. Like, <laughs> like, like it's the end of a Jim Carrey uh, movie. You know? You're yeah, like, well, those candles, come on. I need things to go back to normal. Thank God 2020 is over because the contract for COVID-19 runs out you, that's at the right. end of the yeah. calendar year and it's, it's all done. You're out. COVID-19. Season two starts at the end of season one, everything's fixed, right? We got to figure out what's, what's the cliffhanger, you know? Did you see there's a movie what is it called? I just, I saw the trailer of it today and I was like, oh, that's too soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie coming out that, hold on, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look up the name of it. Um, it is, it's, it's. Does it have to do with the pandemic and how it does. And I can't board in their house. Cause that movie is not one I want to see anytime <laughs> soon. I'm pretty sure I'm the lead in that. And also a supporting character. And the villain. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm also the villain. Uh, it's called it's called Songbird, and it's uh, Michael Bay's new pandemic thriller. <laughs> Good lord! And who, it plays, takes place, who plays the virus? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage plays. Nicholas Cage plays the COVID nineteen. But the the uh, it refer like literally refers to the virus as COVID twenty three. Really. Which means I guess it takes place in 2023 and the new mutation of the of the of the COVID virus. Man, boy, that guy is tone deaf. And I even mean before this. I just mean in general in his life. He, Michael Bay. Good lord, 
Well, it's 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 very 2020 of him to continue to make movies. Right, right, exactly. The um, Sophia Carson, who apparently is in the movie, says it was quote unquote surreal filming Songbird about COVID during the actual pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it probably was. Yeah, that was probably really, really <laughs> stupid and dangerous to do that. Good job. Sweet sugary Jesus. I don't understand. <laughs> Jesus. What? Jesus. <laughs> what? Man alive. That's really funny. Why would you release that? Why would you? Why would you? Why? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's like I don't... filming yourself getting murdered and then sending that out as a new horror flick. Like, and like are people going to want to see that in December of 2020? Are people going to want to see a movie about what? I don't. I don't, I don't if you get a chance, look up the trailer because it's like holy, holy crap! I'm kind of no, oh. I believe it. People, people are real Songbird. dumb. People are yeah. real, real dumb uh, out there. So, my God, that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> but it is. But it is on a brighter side. I, you know, I like to spin positive. I. Uh, it is the holidays, man. I mean, it's it's like say Merry Christmas time. It's Happy Holidays. It's yeah. Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is. I'm all for that. I decorated my house. I see your tree in the background. Yes. I see yes. That. Yeah, you see the tree back there. For the yeah. first time, I've lived here for six years in this house. For the first time, I put lights outside. I figure, what better year to lean in, right? Yeah. To to Christmas than this year, and if you if you look close, you will see where I hung my lights is the absolute tippy top of my toes <laughs> that I could reach. <laughs> I mean, it was very, very ill-advised and dangerous. I was a cautionary tale who had just happened to survive it. If you look at where they're hung, it is the lowest possible point <laughs> on, the, on the, the, the part of my roof that you could hang anything on. It's literally, half of them are hanging off. It's like anyone driving by, they're just going, well, that he's going to die. No way. <laughs> So, so the lights are a little askew, hanging a little lower for than the uh, average house, but I'm very excited about that. So I put lights on the outside. I still have more to do. Uh, I'm going to go around like the windows and stuff, but I'm excited, you know? Nice. Yeah. And I did, I went all white. I know some people frown on that. They like the multiple colors. Uh, and I think those people are wrong. Um, <laughs> but they're less wrong than people that have those blow up. The, the, the blow up snowman and all that kind that's of that's just the height of laziness i but, honestly what it's what it's the height of laziness it's the least you, yes. other than not decorating at all it's the it's the absolute least you can do it is just dumb it's like you got little kids and that's all they care about so all you know is you, you just put a movie in front of their face that's all you did i think they're the, that's the worst it's like get some old school stuff out there is what i'm talking about put a yeah. like you said put a little effort into it um, I, I think if you have those blow up things, you also watch the Real Housewives of Pick a City. That's um, fair. Yeah. But I also, so I posted some photos. I, I'm getting into the, the spirit of drinking this holiday season as well. I started making some signature drinks at home. Um, uh, Man in Manhattan is one. Not the most difficult thing to, to make, but I started making those. I'm really leaning into drinking. Now, a Manhattan is just a whole bunch of alcohol in a glass, right? It's, it's, I mean, not really. I mean, it's, it's uh, I, I like a rye whiskey with uh, okay. sweet vermouth and some uh, bitters and, uh, and a cherry for, you know. So it's mostly looks. alcohol then. Yes. It's, I mean, it's just alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> There's nothing else in it, uh, but it's not a ton of alcohol. You know, it's basically a shot and a half of alcohol. Yeah. So. It's like a trash can party from college. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of alcohol in a glass. And, yeah. It's tequila shots at one in the morning. Yes, that's 
pretty close to it. But when Except you call it Manhattan, yeah, drink it with a pinky up. You know? That's right. It's sophisticated. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Also, th- so that and, and the uh, um, the old fashioned. Those are the ones that I'm leaning. You like a good old fashioned. Yeah, those are pretty good. I'm not really good at the, the muddling, but doing that, as you said, I got my tree decorated, got it up. I got stockings. I bought a whole bunch of new crap. Like I said, I nice. am nearing depression so i really need something <laughs> you are like, father christmas christmas yeah. music since halloween like uh-huh. i have really been waiting for this man yeah you watching hallmark movies well listen i'm i'm not crazy <laughs> okay i still have a little bit of taste you know okay. good good you're not I completely around the bed yet, but i'm gonna bake cookies for the first time nice that's I'm awesome gonna, yeah i'm gonna make cookies uh my mom always made these uh, things called the magic bars and uh, it's just diabetes. It's all it is, man. It's just the most like fattening stuff. Like it's really gooey and soft all the time. So you know that means it's incredibly fattening. Uh, but it's it's the best. I'm not gonna make those. I don't. I wouldn't begin. I mean, that's like it's not gonna be. As know, good. Yeah. That's like shooting Citizen Kane in your first movie. Like you can't <laughs> do that. All well, these weird references tonight are kind of <laughs> timely. Yeah. But I've always actually have. I'm, I've been a, a Chris, big Christmas guy. Um, the, I'm the youngest in my family, so we would have Christmas with my grandmother's. My dad had had four siblings, uh, and they all had a whole bunch of kids. So we would always go go there up in Pittsburgh, and it was the best, man. It was like so many, like I'm, I'm bragging a little bit, but so many presents, like you couldn't hardly get in the room, you know what I mean? But you knew you were only getting like two presents because there's yeah. 400 people in the house. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of getting into it this year. You, you've done any Christmas shopping? Have you gotten involved at all? Uh, no, no, not a thing. Um, well, I'll do. I'll send you are, some. You are just a joy to be around. I am. I'm not. <laughs> I, 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 we may put up this tiny little tree that we have. That is, literally, it's about. It's like two feet tall, hmm. and it's in a box, and it's pre-lit, and there's ornaments and stuff on it. So literally. <laughs> This is the Christmas decorating we do. We pull it out of the box and we <laughs> we put it on the table and we plug it in. Oh uh, man, I can just yeah. just see the the love in It's your just house. us though. You know what I mean? It's not there's no we're not having any family. There's no, you know, there's no uh there's no you're kids bring, coming around. You're bringing, you're bringing me down, man. Bring, no, that's why I'm Listen, you do you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, don't let me judge, man. You that's exactly yeah, right. No, you yeah, and 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 I do. I like um, like your neighborhood. Your Christmas lights are all white. I think that's a nice touch. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not true, but mostly. <laughs> wow! Shots fired. I mean, not here, but I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, you get into <laughs> you get into Christmas music. Is that <laughs> you okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay. You like Christmas um, music? I know you're a fan of music, so I've yeah. I'm expecting I, some there are here. there are some Christmas songs I do like, but they tend to skew towards more like uh, the Kinks, Father Christmas, and and you know, kind of <laughs> you more along that I, stuff. Than the I didn't think Christmas. you would, and you did not let me down. <laughs> Nothing better than the Kinks Christmas album. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, <laughs> ACDC, Mistress for Christmas. Um, <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, oh, good Google it. Yep, <laughs> it's, it's 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 a thing. Um, I, I, I do have some favorites, uh, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? The one about bullying. 
I think that's right, 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 right. Yep. There's apparently reindeer are dicks. Um, yes. Maybe it's cold outside. The one I'm where the guy can't yep. close. You guys know that yeah, one? Yeah, <laughs> he's not a closer. Everyone gets all wound up about that one just because he's. She's yeah. like, did you put something in this drink? It's really, it actually is creepy if you go into it too much. Yeah, um, try not to read the lyrics. Yeah, don't, yeah, just enjoy the melody of it. I'll be home for Christmas, right? That's, that one is a very, that's a touching one to me. Uh, and it's also kind of, <laughs> kind of messed up. Throughout the whole song, it's like, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. And then right at the end, it's like, if only in my dreams. It's like, wait. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm cooking for like 20 people. Are you coming or not? What the hell? <laughs> I'll totally be there. I'm gonna be there. I'm not I'm gonna, gonna. I am not coming. I am just <laughs> in your dreams. I'll be there. Like, wait a minute. We set a place for you. There's. We wouldn't have got the 14 pound turkey if you were gonna. All right. Did you get a plane ticket? Like, did you get out of a house? Are you even? Yeah. There's no traveling this year, so. That one's the perfect song. That's the perfect Christmas song for 2020. That is. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me, but also I'm not going to be there. So dream about me. <laughs> Love you, Ma. So I'm not. <laughs> it is. It is depressing because you hear that they're they're we're doing the the uh, curfew now, starting this yeah. Friday. So it's 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I know. does COVID turn in at 10 a.m.? Like I think so. Right. It's got to. Yeah, you, it, you can't get COVID before 10 a.m. on any of those days. Yeah. yeah. It's I bizarre. Did it. you see what they, they said? The curfews at <laughs> curfews at 10, with the exception of, you know, stores and churches. Yes. <laughs> and also driving around or if you have work or if you want to meet up with your friends. That's the only thing you can't outside of those things. <laughs> 10 o'clock, you got to be home. They listed all these things. It's like, that's everything. You just yeah. don't want us to hang out at a bar. That's all, right, you, right, right. all you're doing is trying to uh, crush. You don't want to close the bars, but you also don't <laughs> want us hanging out at the bars. It's really, it, I, it, it's really frustrating. It's frustrating that one of my favorite places in town, the Evening Muse, hasn't been able to be open, but there are literally hundreds of people in Target. Yeah. It's like, why why is target still yeah, don't get me wrong i'm still going there i'm not a good person but i'm still i understand the hypocrisy of it yeah. you know if it's about food let them have a food truck make right. them put chairs in there so they could space them apart like i love those people we need to get that place open man it's super frustrating well they're trying to keep it fun and light but good lord yeah no, no i bought I remember a few months ago, I bought a t-shirt, one of the um, Evening Muse t-shirts that they were selling mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, to raise money and to kind of help some stuff. Um, somebody said they were doing streaming shows out of the Evening Muse. Is that true? They are. That yeah, yeah, they are. How did I not know about that? I mean, and I have to admit, I, I wish I was up to speed on that because I, I, I'm hoping it's a ticketed deal where you have to buy tickets. I believe a, it is. Yeah. A little bit of money and, and yeah. get that going. But I know there's a lot of businesses like that in Charlotte that, uh, I just wish they would they would loosen up the reins and and I know no one's doing what they're supposed to be doing but you know at 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 what cost you know at some point right you know, yeah and and yeah and you have to weigh I don't know it's so hard because people aren't going to listen anyway you know yeah and so so, so it's, you're, no, you're punishing the you're punishing the good guys yeah. and you're, you're taking a, a, you know any way for them to defend themselves or to do the right thing out of their hands 
when yeah. all these other places don't don't care anyway and they're not following the rules so it's like yeah. why are you hurting the good guy i don't know that's yeah. i in, in all these scenarios walmart and target are just not the good guys uh, no i know they hurt a lot yeah. of people i get that and if you work there like good for you that's great but anyway yeah. i didn't mean to dwell on that too much obviously but I, one thing i wanted to ask you uh talk about um that uh it was brought up uh, lauren ansley and i've talked about this before that, uh -oh. that Comedy, comedy as an art form, right? Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of shifting gears pretty heavy here. But comedy as an art form is, for some reason, kind of in question, I think, to people outside of, of comedy, I would think. Um, that, is, that I'm not aware of this, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, that there are no, there are no grant programs for, uh, for comedy. Right. That, that I know of. And, I, and anybody listening, if you do know of, of, of a program that I'm not aware of, let me know. I'd be curious to do some research on that whether people went for myself or somebody else. Um, but it, but there was an article and it said, stand-up comedy is not considered an art, so it's being left to die. And I think that couldn't even, couldn't be more true yeah. in the situation that we're in right now. Um, like all these other art forms will qualify. Like why are movies and music and photography, why, why not comedy? And, and it, it, I don't know, I got to thinking about it more. Like, is it because of the nature of comedy being more uh, subjective? often polarizing it's like a button pushing thing but you've got movies and documentaries and things like that that mm. that do that to to probably an equal degree um is it you don't want to give a grant program for someone doing dick and ball jokes was there like somebody <laughs> at some point and I, I know it sounds funny it's really stupid <laughs> and i don't i don't do those jokes except for most of the time i do something <laughs> like that actually but it's like why why not um why doesn't it get get the respect? Because if you look at movies, romantic comedies are the are always it's either them or action movies are the most right. most common, right? And the most popular. If you look on Netflix and that obviously dramas and stuff are in there, but but comedies are always in there. Um, why wouldn't a venue like uh, you know Blumenthal probably get grants for things? Why couldn't they get a grant for something comedy related? Yeah. Uh, and I don't, I don't know. You know it's it's kind of bizarre so i i, I think that might be a, on the something that the comedy zone podcast is going to look further into and see if we could get to the to the bottom of this so uh just something i, I don't know kind of wanted to bring up like why why do we think stand up in particular by the way uh why yeah. not because i think i think you could you could make the argument that something like improv is you know leans into to acting and things like that where it mm -hmm. might be you could put that under the umbrella of acting and things like that i don't know that i'm just sort of speculating stand-up stand seems to be sort of you know hanging in the dangling participle out there and not doesn't really get much love and you know there's this there's a, there's a bit of a seediness to it i guess that maybe people don't want to put money behind it i'm not really sure would be interesting like yeah i mean that may be it i mean stand-up in general is not a i mean it's not a a particularly well looked upon right for right so that like you know everybody kind of don't, don't help that <laughs> no yeah <laughs> some of the reasons that those 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 uh, stereotypes become stereotypes are because they're they're true um right. <laughs> and like you know comedy club owners or comedy club yeah. managers in general are kind of kind of gross and and yeah. you know uh it, it's a it's a predominantly you know it's a male dominated 
industry, certainly, and women are, are some chauvinism in there, right? Being heard, yeah, it, 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 it's a messy, it's a messy art form. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, but so is rock and roll, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, still there? Did we lose you? Did I lose you? There you are. My internet is unstable, apparently. There you go. Say, say that last <laughs> part again. Um, it, it, well, I just said that, I mean, as messy as comedy is, you know, rock and roll is equally as messy, but it seems to get a better, you know, it sure. seems to have a better reputation, arguably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is, it's stigma. It's, it's just general sort of outlook on, on when you think of a stand-up comic, it's, it's somewhere in the, you know, some guy smoking a cigarette is about to go tell dirty jokes. And, you know, while you've got, there's just a huge array of, of styles and, and personalities in it from, you know, mm -hmm. clean cut guys. You were just talking about dry bar comedy, like all those people in that are pretty, for the most part, pretty buttoned up and clean. Um, yeah. All the way to, you know, it's like punk rock to, to you know, classical, like all those right, things. Right all get um get some respect you know i mean not to say that stand-up is without respect but the idea of helping uh maybe not even newer comics but comics who need help who who can you imagine if a grant program came out where where it allowed you to focus you know for someone who shows showed an aptitude and, and showed they had a that a clear-cut sort of path on how they wanted to to succeed in a specific way mm -hmm. and you know, they could, they could prove, you know, usage for money for, for a year to not have to have a yeah. different job where, where you could dedicate the time and energy into getting booked into, you know, making contacts and, you know, getting in clubs and then documenting that. And, you know, for, for the yeah, next like year, whatever. Yeah. Like a fellowship. Yeah. Like a fellowship. Yeah. yeah. Imagine $5,000, what that would do to, 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 that's how much some comments make in a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it would be an impressive thing, and and uh, I don't know. I think this this would be an interesting ongoing conversation about uh, comedy and the 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 love that it gets and doesn't get sometimes. You know, can you imagine? Imagine <laughs> what like if you got like you know, hey everybody, like you know, Jason Owen King got the Leno Fellowship or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Just imagine uh, what your life would be like with the other comics. In town. <laughs> <laughs> like it's already. It would be a nightmare. It's oh, already okay. a nightmare. It would be like, oh, <laughs> fucking Leno boys here now. Thanks for on this asshole. <laughs> Holy shit. That's exactly. It would be a nightmare. You're right. I take back everything I said about grant programs for comedy. You would have to, the best thing that the grant could do is it would give you a pile of money, you know, like, you know, to survive, you know, so that like literally, so you can't work. Like, this is what you do. You work in your right. comedy. You got to book X amount of gigs a year. Here's a pile of money. And here's another pile of money you can use to move out of wherever it is you are right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and go to a completely different city. Yes. And basically start over again. Cause you're going to want that. Or, you, or they give the grant out anonymously. And then at the end of the year, they say who had it, and then everyone can be pissed at you after the fact. That would be better. So yeah, be like, how did he move? How did he, he moved to New York and got booked on on Tonight Show? What happened there? Oh, and then you find out later. 
Oh yeah, you got the you got the Brian Regan money, like the asshole that he is. Speaking of uh, Brian Regan, uh, best wishes certainly to Brian. Uh, Brian tested positive for COVID the other day. Oh no! So yeah, he announced it on his Twitter the other day. He had a he had kind of a like like a parking lot tour or something like that planned and had to cancel it because he's uh, yeah, that's uh, he's, he's fighting off the COVID. So that's really uh, sad and scary and disappointing and yeah, um, yeah. Uh, hearts go out to him. He he's definitely been a. Uh, a great uh, mentor to a lot of people and what seems like every town he goes to he is he's seeking out the young comics in town to hang out with them and, and talk with them and, and be with them yeah that's been my experience over the last i want to say maybe three years in a row i think he has come through charlotte and has mm-hmm. done theater shows mm-hmm. and uh very specifically said hey let's we got to get over the comedy zone like there's a show over there let's go hang out with some comics yeah. And he would literally come with, with his opener and, and his manager and come, we'll go to small bar. This happened like pretty sure it was three, three years in a row. Yeah, that sounds right. Where yep. you were getting face-to-face time with Brian Regan, not always to beat him up about like, oh, what, what advice do you give? But maybe right. it's just hanging out with a guy and seeing who he, who he is as a person and how, you know, just being around that, I think is, is a really, really good thing. Yeah, I just want to hear him tell stories and, and yeah, that's right. just be funny with him, you know. Exactly. Yeah, See how they behave, you know. I got yeah. something about behave's not the right word. It's just seeing what their personality is, seeing what they, how they interact with people. Because he's just a good, he's just a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Hearts go out to to him, and I hope he gets better soon. Man, thanks for bringing the show down, Brian. Good job, buddy. Yeah, sorry. Oh, right. Go see Brian. Rent his stuff. He's probably hurting for money now. Yeah, poor <laughs> Brian. What's he gonna do? uh it's a good sad place to hold up for right now let's let's take a quick break we'll come on back i got some other things i wanted to talk about and uh, if you'll indulge me at ortho carolina my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me ortho carolina my care my way Schedule your in-person or virtual appointment today at orthocarolina.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comedy Zone podcast uh, I said podcast funny right there. I'm Jason Allen King. Uh, it's great to see you. We have Brian Baltashevitz here. I'm the guy who says his full name. Uh, Brian is looking good, not feeling 100%. The hardest working man in all of Charlotte and show business. Um, well, it should. I feel like you have to explain when you say not feeling 100%. These days, you have to explain, I feel I've fine. been coughing a lot and sneezing. He can't breathe. Right. It's really body aches. It's not that big a deal. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Jason, I hurt my back this morning. <laughs> I'm only laughing because that's funny to me. <laughs> Instead of being a tall person, it's like, it's like, um, 
I was, I had just finished my shower and, um, dear, dear penthouse, (laughs) dear penthouse. I was getting out of the shower and hurt my back. I'm listening. Um, and, uh, I was drying off my legs. I was drying off the lower part of my legs and my back decided. My back decided that it had enough. Oh. And just, yeah, just. And um, did you hear a sound or was it like, I can't move now? N- no, I didn't hear a sound, but I will say it's a little bit of a different, like I've had this happen before, like back spasms and stuff. Yeah. Uh, this time it feels a little different. It feels a little more structural than muscular. So yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Um, Is it, where does it hurt? Standing up, sitting down, walking? Right now I'm kind of okay. Okay. Um, Walking is not very much fun. Getting in and out of my Jeep Wrangler is not as much fun as it was yesterday. Um, I sneezed about a half an hour before we started recording this podcast (laughs) and spent the next five minutes praying for death um <laughs> Man, it's rough yeah it's not it has not been a, a very easy day yeah but uh, but you know what um it happened this is just my life now every day there's something new and, and you know it's so my natural instinct to just tease my buddies about this <laughs> kind of stuff i could tell you're in pain i know you're you're wearing it on your face right now. You're definitely yeah, feeling it. Yeah. My heart goes out to you, buddy. I, uh, are you a chiropractor guy or are you just? just- uh, I have been in the past. Um, it's a little bit harder because of my, what's the best way to put this? Because of my girth. It's a little bit. <laughs> Dear Penthouse, <laughs> chapter two. It's because a of little- my girth, because my of- back is sore. <laughs> it is really gross. This is a family show, Brian. Good Lord. Um, I also have a girth problem. Because, no, actually, nobody nobody th- thought that was real. Uh, because of my of my size, it's harder for chiropractors to manipulate my spine. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, You're like, how tall are you again? If you don't mind, six eight. You know, I'm five feet tall. I actually hate when people ask me, so it, I, it that was inappropriate for me to ask you. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> you probably have like twelve more vertebrae than me. I think, right? Is that how? I, it works? I, I, I think I do have at least a half a dozen more vertebrae. You're right. I think I do. <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah. 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 It's just not, it's not, um, you know, I don't know that the spine was made to support this, hmm. you know, and, and, and certainly it doesn't help that like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, um, that I'm uh, heavier than I need to be probably. Mm-hmm um oh, you've been doing you know, good though man you've been yeah doing- i had lost some weight and then covid you know what are you gonna do yeah um so i i, I you know i need to i need to kind of get back on that you know i need to, i know what works for me it's just a matter of just being able to do it um it, uh, that's not that's the hardest part about uh you know losing weight and working out is consistency yeah. so yeah yeah I don't, and don't begrudge you for that uh but i i hate to hear that back problems are the worst problems i mean i've had in my whole life so yeah, you don't realize how much you rely on kind of that that central structural system of your body until until it's not there anymore, and then you're like, oh shit, this is yeah, not good. For yeah, sure, so. core, but, is, um, core is important. Yeah, yeah, that'll be all right. Hey, we've uh, uh, got a little bone to pick with you. You've got a is it a backbone? Because that sounds like a problem. <laughs> it, is not, it is not a backbone. No. <laughs> okay. All right. This sounds juicy. This sounds uh, like. Uh... 
how how long have you and I known each other? Um, probably five years, six years. Yeah, probably five or six years. I think probably. Yeah. I mean, we, you, 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 certainly we've grown closer over the last this is a couple of years. That, yeah. we've but we've known it. We were we were we've been friendly for the past. I don't know if I like this line of questioning. <laughs> um, how is it that you've never mentioned that it never came up in conversation? I have no idea where this is going. Uh, uh, that you were a furry little mascot for the <laughs> for the <laughs> for the star on the checkers. How has that never come up? Uh, that. Um... <laughs> is uh, adorable to say that I was a furry little mascot. Uh, not inaccurate. Uh, yes, I did. I was, I am, uh, <laughs> the ancient art of mascotting is a skill I have. No, they, uh, if you want the whole story, I will. Oh, do, do I? Yes. It was, <laughs> it was brief, but it was a blast. Um, it was a very, very interesting sort of thing that happened that, uh, that I'm not at all bashful about. So the folks at the Checkers, who I, I, I actually enjoy going to the Checkers game. I like the organization. Oh, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically the long and short of it is the uh, the gentleman who is, I think he's like director of marketing or something like that. They had set up that I had a, a uh, I don't know if it was a little person, but it was certainly a short person um, who I think was going to be this new character who is Chubby Checkers, who's the the, the standard, the ongoing sort of mascot up there, they were going to introduce a new character, which is his nephew from the North. And he was going to be this sort of uh, right hand, you know, new fun element to not all the shows, but a lot, not all the games, but a lot of the games. Yeah. And something happened, the, the other gentleman wasn't able to do it. And, uh, and his wife, I, I know, who's an actress in town. And, and she said, hey, I, you know, I, I know a guy, he's an actor, he's maybe he would want to try this out. And uh, they invited me in. They, they were like, listen, we, we can make adjustments to the suit. Come see if they try it on. And then we could talk about this. And um, yeah, sure enough, it fit pretty well. I mean, it was a little tight, but we made some, some minor adjustments to it. But uh, yeah, and I was like, okay, great. I have no idea how to do this. <laughs> this isn't something I've ever done before, let alone on ice in front of a couple thousand people. But the, um, and I'm so, I feel so bad. I'm gonna forget his name. The guy who plays, uh, who is Chubby Checker. He works out, I believe, um, Chapel Hill. And he literally teaches people how to be mascots. So I, I literally had one of the, the best. I mean, wow, he does yeah. all kinds of different mascots and, and not just the yeah. Checkers. And I, he's not always, but he's, I know he's done Sir Purr and I believe the Horn as well. So this guy, he's really fantastic. And I hate that I can't remember his name right now, but so I was getting- and it is a real, I mean, there's a real sort of art to that. I mean, it's not just, you know, throw the suit on and run around. It, 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 there's a lot to it. Absolutely. I would, walking around to me was, was literally a challenge. Some of the stuff that he does yeah. is- mind-blowing to me personally i mean he skates on this someone asked me because uh, i did a post so this is coming from this post exactly and, yeah i'm sorry your yeah. facebook post and i was like oh, what hold on a minute <laughs> <laughs> how did i not notice yeah so yeah i did i did it for one year um they just kind of wanted this character to do this thing and um and yeah so i, I came in i did i mean it I, we literally did like choreographed dances with the cheerleaders <laughs> Like I was introduced because I was sponsored by, uh, I think it was whatever the mini dealership is here in town. Right. 
sponsored by like makes perfect sense. Or whatever whatever the uh, the mini dealership is so yeah it was it was so cool man but i'll say this it was one of the most physically challenging things i've yeah. ever done i couldn't believe first of all i had this this huge head on and it was so small that it literally pushed my nose forward. oh gosh yeah. oh, that's how close it was on my face and there was a tube to look down through from the eyes that weren't set up with my eyes. I could either look down one or the other and then the mouth. Wow. So it was extremely claustrophobic. I couldn't walk upstairs. And by the time you got to the top, I, it, it was like I was sprinting for the last 20 minutes. Wow. Like it was because there wasn't enough oxygen getting in there and, you know, this like atrophy, I guess, whatever the biological thing that happens. <laughs> but it, it was fascinating, man. It was so cool. Yeah. And one of them to have uh, like a handler who had to sort of guide you around in the crowds and stuff like that, or because I did that. early on, I did. The more I got to it, the, the they weren't always there, which maybe they should have been. But yeah, there was times where I got kind of caught out there. You can't really, really know where you're going or what's going yeah. on. Um, which you know, there were times where it was like, I'm gonna pass out. I need to get out. I need to get out and take <laughs> this thing off my head. Uh, but one of the interesting things, and maybe this talking out of school, I hope no one gets mad about it, was one of the things that I found really, really fascinating, because it was an, inc an incredible social experiment. Little kids love, love the, the costumes. Like, it was remarkable. Like, every, I mean, so do the parents too, by the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, little kids are just immediately like, yes, I will come over here, talk to me, let me hold your hand, give me a hug. Like, it was so cute. And what I learned was, the cheaper the seats, the the sweeter the kids. Interesting. Yes, yeah. they were huh. literally. We've staying there in front of kids, and the and the you know, and I say cheap seats. That's you know what I mean. This is like regular seats or whatever. Yeah. And this is really calling people out. So I hope I don't get in trouble for this. But you know, if you're just down in the in the stadium, you know, walking around or whatever, the little kids would be like, "Mommy, can I go say hi to Cubby? Mommy, can we have Cubby? Can I? Can I?" give them a hug or whatever. They would always ask and they were so sweet and so polite and you get pictures and whatever. <laughs> the higher you went up, the more expensive the seats, the kids were like, I know you're in there. <laughs> I know you're a person in there. I'm, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find out who you are. Like it was, it was creepy. They would hit you. They would yeah, yeah. pull the head off. They were just, and the, and the parents were, I'm sorry, they were equally as sort of kind of awful yeah they'd be like man what are you in there you know because i'm like so sure they would be really kind of quite cruel about yeah, how they would sorry. talk about you but yeah. you don't talk like that was one of the rules nope. it's like never speak while you're yeah. in there and yeah. uh yeah so it was a it was a fascinating experience from the physical aspect and also this this weird social thing Anytime there was a birthday or something it was kind of adorable and that, and I'm talking about, you know, these are broad strokes, not every single kid in the, in the, in the expensive seats was a jerk, but yeah, yeah. usually when something like that was nasty was happening, it was up there. It wasn't down with the, uh, well, you know, with, with the cheap seats and the, the kids were polite, you know, that's was amazing. That was this at, was this at, uh, what used to be time Warner or was this at Bojangles? The, the, the this was, company? uh, this was downtown. This was time Warner. Okay, so before they made the move back to what is now Bojangles. Interesting. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Huh. I, I would, uh, I'd consider doing it again, but I would have to get in shape for it, man. Like, it, oh, it's it tough. Yeah. remarkably physically challenging because the suit was like, it was pretty tight and it was just, you couldn't breathe. And uh, yeah, what really, really amazing experience. Yeah. 
I was friends in college with the guy who was the bulldog. He was our, he was, he was the bulldog. And I didn't like, I knew I figured out, like he wasn't allowed to tell anyone he was the bulldog or anything like that. And I kind of figured yeah. out halfway through the season because he just knew stuff that he shouldn't have known. Cause he wasn't, you know, he wasn't an, an athlete or anything, but like he knew stuff about the program and, and the teams wow. and stuff that, you know, he shouldn't have known. And so eventually I kind of figured out um, who he was, but my initiation to him, our first freshman, right. So we're coming out of kind of what like passed for the tunnel. Uh, uh, we're coming out running onto the field before the game. And also the players in front of me kind of parted a little bit and I didn't see it in time. And the bulldog was down on his like hands and knees, like down in front of the group and I didn't see it and I would just I fell over the bulldog <laughs> <laughs> like literally my first game my freshman year and I 20 years over. later you hurt your back getting out of the shower <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> there's huh. a connection here to this story there's wow. absolutely a connection that is awesome man stupid bulldog but yeah I don't know what he was doing there's a culture to it right? you know I'm sure yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a there's a bit there that mascots do. I don't know what it was, but I'm I'm eventually going to turn my mascoting into it because there's some really cool experiences with it and some ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah. When I say in my set that kids are the worst versions of people, it's coming specifically from that experience. hundred <laughs> percent. They're the worst. Kids are the worst. Well, anyway, I, yeah. It's just I saw your Facebook post and I was like, how did I not know? Yeah, you saw my Grammy on there. Grammy's Grammy King. Yeah. yeah. She's about 93, I think, in that picture. Wow. Which is really remarkable. Something like that. Great yeah. lady. She's not around anymore, but she's super cool. Yeah. Uh, did you see they put out the 10 best comedies of the year on Vulture? I did not, but I'm ready to hear the list. I, uh, I, man. You did what? I'm sorry. I've only seen two of the 10 that they put up. All right. Okay. So, in no particular order, I'll just run through them real fast. Quarter Life Crisis, Taylor Tomlinson. That's one I oh, saw. Oh, I did see it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she's pretty she is. She is very young, and she is she is so good, it fills me with rage. <laughs> yeah, she's, she, she is really, really good. Is that because girls aren't, women aren't funny? A hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's, <laughs> Science. It's just, be, it's just because she's so young and so, so damn funny. Yeah. That's uh, sarcasm, if anyone is about to Yes, write. that was, of course, I Sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, so also on there was uh, Douglas by uh, Hannah Gadsby. Mm, did not see. I, I haven't seen. Um, Time Machine, Leslie Jones. I saw. I did see part of uh, of that. Uh, this is why I oftentimes I'll just throw stuff on when I'm doing nothing. But uh, she, I, I actually love Leslie Jones. Um, the next one is I Love Everything, Pat Oswalt. Uh, not only did we see that, but we were there when they when they taped it. Yeah, that's right. Um, Miami Nights, Animal Burris, I did not see. Mm, the no. Zero Fucks Given, Kevin Hart, which mm, has no. been really turned, like, pe people are getting upset. I don't know. Really? Half of people are saying it's garbage. The other half are like, why? It's Kevin Hart. He's great. I don't know. Mm. It's, uh, I'll watch that just to find out, get to the bottom yeah. of that. But when you're that good, it's like, you, you know, you're always going to get grief. But yeah. um, Weakness is the Brand by Maria Bamford, who I love. Mom, I made it. I haven't it. seen that yet, but it's on my list of things I really want to see. She's yeah, yeah, it's definitely on the list. She's she's fantastic. Mama, I made it by Yvonne Orji. Or I don't know how to say her last name. O R J I. Nope. Um, Nate, a one man show by Natalie Palanides. Um, <laughs> that one I have only seen like the 
the thumbnail, if you will, um, looked like more of a one-man show. But and then the last one is "End Times Fun" by Mark Marin, which this article basically spent the whole time talking about because of how great it is. Apparently, yeah, it's uh, good. I can't yeah, believe it. I, I, yeah. I really like Mark Marin. You seen it? Yeah, I have seen it, um, and it's good. Yeah, it's just it's really it it. I mean, like Marin when he's at his best makes you think and 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 does it you know in such a way that's sort of um, self-deprecating and smart and uh yeah. recorded before his 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 partner passed away oh um, is that right a few yeah but it's yeah it's it's great i want to say it was before it was it was just before the pandemic pre-pandemic yeah yeah so it would have been recorded before yeah um yeah fascinating yeah mark Marin is a brilliant guy i think he's one of the best interviewers mm-hmm. literally in the country and doing interviews of any kind right now i think his wtf yep. is fantastic yeah i can't i can't wait to watch that some of these i didn't really know about and i gotta i'm gonna task myself with watching them um you know some comics don't like we asked Sid davis last week whether or not you he watches a lot of comedy and doesn't sound like he yeah. does you know and, yeah I haven't been avoiding it. I actually do enjoy <laughs> watching, you know, comedy specials. And this was specific one-hour specials, by the way. So they had like Chappelle's 846 wasn't on there because it didn't didn't qualify. And there's another one that was like a big deal that didn't qualify. Yeah. So um, anyway, something to think about, folks. Just uh, have have a watch there. And, you know, what else are we gonna do? We're about to go back in lockdown. Watch it at 10:05 when you're back from curfew. That's um, right. When you just sink back in after curfew. <laughs> I, uh, so I don't know if you saw, but my monolith is showing up all over the country and all over the world. I did see. Yeah. Excellent work with the monolith. monolith. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking the news here, everybody. Uh, I did it. So stupid. (laughs) It's the dumbest, funniest thing. I love when dumb, stupid awesome amazing dumb people are just like i can't believe aliens are, are here this is what we're hearing <laughs> people are giving this time on air the people yeah. are actually talking about this this is why we have to put do not drink stickers on drano it's because of shit like this where people are just <laughs> they're just in you know and i don't think it is because people are stupid actually i don't i actually think that we're like humans now we're the smartest we've ever been right the next generation is smarter than the generation before it uh but i think we lack that that bullshit detector something about young people now and i don't mean i mean me i mean like my age group even we don't have the bullshit detectors that that generations before us had and i think that's why i blame kids i blame kids for doing this shit you know the kids who do this are the same ones who swim with a shark head and jaws they're just tone deaf they shouldn't have been doing that (laughs) shit like this is the same same kids anyway (laughs) i thought it was worth it given given it time because i was just given a hard time by other people doing it um, I want to uh, just mention a couple of the mics that are happening and a couple of shows that are happening and we can split. You, you feel good? You, you gave me a hard time about being a mascot? Yeah, I did. I did what I wanted. To, I, I accomplished what I came here to do. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, there are pictures online if you ever want to see them. All right. Um, for, for the comics who are in and around Charlotte, there are open mics that are happening right now. Crown Station is doing them uh, on Wednesdays. Just be sure to dress warm because they're having them outside. Um, I think it's awesome. It shows the grit and uh, yeah. uh, of a lot of comics here in town. And and this is how you you create a scene. And we're still doing that here, even in the midst of this. There, people are doing it. Brian O'Neill is uh, hosting that every week, so check that out. Uh, it's a mic. It's time. Go go do it. Why not? Wear a mask. Uh, 
Um, also, it was just small, was it Small Business Monday? Mm -hmm. what they called it, whatever yep. it was. Um, let's just assume that's every day this month, right? Uh, yeah. There's these uh, comedians, music venues, comedy venues. They're all small businesses. Please share the wealth. Uh, you know, give them, give them some money. You can yeah. spare it. If you can't do it, whatever. Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, send them a tip. Reach out to a comedian, ask them to write you a joke for the, for the Zoom meeting for 10 bucks, you know? There you, you go. Know? Uh, that's a great idea. 10 bucks, yeah. I'll, I'll write you uh, three jokes, you know? Uh, they'll love it, so will you. It depends on who you ask, though. I mean, if you want dick and ball jokes, just, you know, <laughs> if you don't want that, just be careful who you're asking, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, yeah, you don't want to ask Jonathan problem. Williams if you want something funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to end up in HR and spend $10. That's exactly <laughs> so, like, You want to keep your job. Jonathan Williams will get you fired. <laughs> He's a That's company. a t-shirt. No, That's a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so he will get all the grief. Also, they're doing, still doing shows that laugh at Lenny. Um, they're doing that every month, produced by John Alice uh, with East Coast Entertainment and the Comedy Zone. They got a big show coming up this week at Lenny Boy. Lenny Boy Brewery on, uh, I believe it's on Tryon. Um, this Friday, December 11th, Brian Penn and Tara Brown, the amazing, incomparable Tara nice. Brown. They're going to be featuring, and Eddie Ift is going to be the headliner there. Oh, wow is yeah. awesome eddie if does yeah. uh he's uh i think he's a california he's an la guy yeah. and travels all over the world he's always doing shows like in, in australia and all over the place and i know he works for the comedy zone a lot but i believe he might live in winston-salem or have family up there because i opened for him up there and he's yeah. hilarious he is really really funny guy so he's going to be at money boy um this friday so tomorrow so yeah. be, be sure to check that out and um I don't know. That's what I got this week, man. I hope we covered enough comedy and made fun of enough people. I think so. And the best thing about those shows is that you know now they'll be over by 10 o'clock. So you'll be home at a decent time. <laughs> the really good point. Check check the website because they might be starting that shit early. Um, <laughs> the really good point. By the way, all those shows are outside. They do this great thing at Lenny Boy, which is, I believe, is an old uh, mill or something. And so they have a, this great dock on the side of the building. So everybody sits outside. They're socially distanced. They got bars and stuff outside and inside. So it's a great opportunity to do it safely. And they, they just run a really good show over there. I did it. It was, it was awesome. And it's usually a lot, of, a lot of people doing all the right things. So anyway, that's what I got, man. Comedy's still Wait. alive. It's 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 kicking. It's alive and kicking. That's what it it's is. Clear. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope your back feels better, buddy. Thank you. I do as well. Hopefully, by this time next week, we'll be we'll be yeah. right as rain, fit as a fiddle. Get that, get that cloud away from the top of your head. There, we'll shoot yeah. that. Yeah, working on it. I do hope you feel better, and everybody Thanks, have a great week. Uh, uh, stay home when you can. Masks and uh, get keep your spirits up. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and. Uh, I can't wait to see everybody soon. See everybody. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 